entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 318. And it's Tuesday, March 24th, 2020. Jeffy is here yeah. as well. I'm here. Um, we got some edibles today. We've got... Got two edibles today. Ooh, two. Ooh. I didn't even see the second ones. The two edibles. We've got coffee and an announcement. And I think we should start with the announcement to let people think about it. The announcement yeah. is we are on our final coffee from user-submitted coffees. So we, we could use some more coffee. Yeah, we could. You can give them to either one of the three of us. Or you can mail it to our P.O. Box in Elkhart, Indiana. P.O. Box 2453, Elkhart, Indiana, 46515. rubbing his hands of delight at using the P.O. Box. Actually, should I tell you a, a very embarrassing... Um, you forgot to check it? I did. For and like some, a long we, we time. We lost something. And I don't know what it was. Oh, no. But there was a, a piece of paper that said, hey, go to the counter. There's something here for you. And I don't know what it was because it was gone by the time I got it. Oh, my. Yeah, I never confessed it until... Th- I guess the episode's also what was confession. A, what if it was a check? Well, a check would have fit in the box. Yeah. Uh, it's but, probably a user-submitted coffee. It probably was. And they're probably dead already and rolling over in their grave because you didn't use it on the podcast. So you can send it to us. If you don't know that address, go to our website, frenchpresspodcast.com. It's in the bottom sidebar. <coughs> You'll see it. And maybe message us if you do send something. That way we can be certain. You know something... That hasn't been talked about in a long time. Single thoughts? No. Well, that's also something that hasn't been talked about in a long time. But what I was thinking of is that, I mean, we're going to address the invisible elephant in the room. Well, hopefully not in this room. But It wouldn't fit in here. The coronavirus thing and how everything's just on lockdown. Mm Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of people, if you don't want to go out, you have to buy your stuff on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And we have forgotten to remind mm-hmm. people to, on their way to Amazon, go to our website and smash the Amazon smash link. Smash the link and bookmark it. Yeah. Oh, then you don't have to go to our website. Yeah. How pleasant. What a delight. What a delight to skip the French Press podcast. <laughs> no, what a com. delight to smash the link. Oh, yeah, that too. Shop yeah. on Amazon. <clears throat> you share joy and you make this podcast continue to happen. Yeah. Also, we go and do restaurant reviews. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. <laughs> hey, could we do, we could do takeout reviews. We could do takeout reviews. Yeah. We, we actually could, talked about We could that, do the remember? takeout review of, the, of Longhorns because we did that. Yeah, but we didn't record we any didn't of our... We didn't taste all of our different yeah, foods, though. We, we didn't. didn't. You're right. No pictures. But we didn't even tell people. Jeff had a birthday not so long ago. He's now 38 years old. Something like that. And he... <laughs> <laughs> I love how you just owned that. <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh, Louisa invited us over, and we got... We were going to go to Longhorns, but then we got takeout, and it was really good. It was mm-hmm. fun. I was very And impressed. we played a really fun game. Yeah, Jeff always has new games that he um, brags up as far as being the best and the most exciting, and I'm a skeptic. I have played most of your games, Jeff, mm-hmm. but I've just learned to be a skeptic. But <laughs> the game we played, what was it called? Burrito Brawl? Uh, yeah, Throw Throw Burrito. Throw Throw Burrito is a lot of fun. It is. And it, it does is. include a brawl. It's great for it all It includes ages. a war mm-hmm. and a duel. If you... Are stuck at home with your kids, or even if you're not stuck at home with your kids, buy this game. It's like twenty bucks on Amazon. Smash the link, and it's basically uh, spoons meets dodgeball. It's like a combination of those two, and it's it's very entertaining. The rounds are really short, mm-hmm. and so you can stop whenever you want. Basically, uh, be careful because drinks will get spilled, things could get broken. So you mm-hmm. want to do it in a safe environment. But it is and bridges it is the could most be burned. When you can play it indoors, because there's always the danger of something. But our game got so out of hand that some people actually ran outside, opened the front door and ran outside yeah, yeah. To, to avoid getting hit. Mm-hmm. At one point, uh, co-worker Kyle uh, was upside down on the sofa with feet 
tangled up in the blinds. <laughs> Not tangled up, but he did hit your blinds with his yeah, feet. Yeah, he did. Pretty sure. Uh, we should uh, post a video in our story. Yeah, we should. I got, I got a video. Yeah. I'll post it. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Actually, the next day, I ordered that game from Amazon. Yeah. You did? Do you have it yet? Nice. I bet it's back ordered. <laughs> they are back ordering a bunch of stuff. Is that also sold out? I could see where you could use that for toilet paper, a burrito. <laughs> for sure. Wash it off. Um, yeah. I'm checking my orders. Hmm. Well, while you're checking your orders. Mm hmm. Let's dig into this edible because okay, it's right. very tempting. I've already, I've already dug been into tasting it. it. Yeah, uh, you can go onto our Instagram. You can see a picture. Oh, it of got it, delivered today. Of what it is, <laughs> we have throw throw burrito at my house. Don't come over because there's a travel ban. <laughs> Jeff, so explain what you what we have here. All right, so today we are featuring a a double lemon bar brulee is what it's called, and it is very lemony. It's got like a like an almondish crust, and then a lemony, very lemony center mm. with um, uh, caramelized sugar on top, mm. similar to creme brulee. Um, creme brulee, actually. Oh. And you just kind of eat it by stabbing through the sugar with your you, fork, you're, and then you. You're actually it up. too good at. Like, uh, it's hard to break the caramelized the, shell. You need to use the points of your fork. It gives more points of contact and more room for it to break. Gotcha. <laughs> it is very lemony. It is very lemony. That's the point. Um, you know, you called this double, double lemon, mm-hmm. double lemon bars. And I made the joke. You know what you could do to make it even better is a triple lemon bar. Mm-hmm. No, because <laughs> it's it's. It has enough lemon. It's lemoned it out, yeah. It's I good. actually, I actually toned it down a little bit from the original recipe. Wow! Because it was actually to the point where it was kind of bitter. Jeff, did you? Not, make... It was very good, but it was almost too much. Mm. Did you invent this recipe, or did you? No. Where did you find it? Or where I found this online. It? I follow a um, YouTuber called Bruno Albuz. And Bruno he, what? Albuz. Mm. And he uh, has some really great. Uh, really great, interesting foods on his channel. Some of them are very complex, and some of them are a little more simple. This one's kind of a medium recipe, but I saw it and I oh, wanted to try delicious. it, and it's yeah, it's very good. Mm. But um, the the secret ingredient, the key ingredient to this is that it actually has entire lemons in it. Okay, like even the peels peel. and all wow. blended up. Is and that mixed why? In. Is that why it has such a strong lemony flavor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's it's intense. really good, and I think I can almost taste the peel. Yeah, you can't. But it's not you can't un- quite, but it's there. It's not unpleasant. Yeah, it's just just enough to give it that real lemon taste. How did you get the 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 peel mauled up to the point where you wouldn't feel the taste the texture? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a ninja? Actually, like a ninja blender. I boiled them. You boiled. You boil the, the lemons. No, oh, the, the entire the whole lemon. You no. stab some holes in it so it doesn't blow up. Mm. I think. Wait, lemons blow up. I don't know. If you used eggs. But for whatever reason, you stab holes in it so it can kind of breathe. What? Eggs you blow boil up? It. If you put them in the microwave. Yes. Oh, in the microwave. Hard-boiled eggs blow them. up like crazy. I thought you were I thought that you were boiling them. No, they won't blow up if you boil. Yeah. No. But if you I'm put not them in the sure microwave. actually oh, what the reason okay. is why you poke <laughs> holes in them. But if you fill a lemon with dynamite and light the dynamite, it will also blow up. Well, <laughs> what if you put tannerite and shot it? Yes. Oh, okay. Unless you missed, because the lemon is pretty small. Uh, uh, well, well done, Jeff. This is really good. Yeah, I, I love this recipe. I have it. Is this going to be one of the featured uh, edibles at French Fest Live uh, 2020, happening in about a week? <laughs> yep. Uh, I, love, I love talking <laughs> about our live podcast. It's so much fun. Uh, at least. Yeah, right we're going to have it in, uh, in, in a week. Um, but Save the date. It'll Make sure be, you don't uh, have anything planned. You don't want to miss it. <laughs> it'll be, since we're not allowed to meet together after tomorrow, it'll be at each of our houses. And, and only with our significant others. Only with our significant you others. You can be there in spirit. <laughs> no. We no might. Thanks. We might. <laughs> Even uh, then, we don't have room. <laughs> we were thinking about live streaming it, but we decided that we were too lazy. <laughs> we could do a Facebook Live. Mm. An AMA on Facebook or on Insta. Hey, At what point are we doing an AMA? I don't know. 
We should do an ambush. That would be an interesting one. What we should do is we should uh, post that on Facebook and just have them submit questions. Yeah, and then we could each individually respond to it. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah. That would be fun. All right, well, let's not do it during the week. Yeah, that would be... <sighs> but the weekend. Yeah, right. That's totally doable. Uh, Anyways. Now we actually have to plan something. <laughs> <laughs> on the, on that note, uh, those of you who don't live in Indiana, we are currently... No, we are not yet, but as of midnight tonight, we will be under a do not travel We're We're under the ban. ban. Yeah. All right. Which, we're all in the ban. Which basically prevents us from... The travel ban. ...traveling. Except for... Didashnet. ...to and from essential things. Didashnet fada. Unless this is for essentials. It's actually uh, less of do not travel and more of stay at home. Do you... F- fill me up with this cup here, Jeff. <laughs> um, and you don't, have to, don't fill it up all the way, just normal cup. Uh, I like drinking out of how many a, how many milligrams is that? Uh, milliliters. Milliliters. Yeah, I don't know two hundred. How many milliliters are in a cup? The answer is two hundred thirty-six point five Wow, not bad, Jeff. You knew that, right? No, I, I didn't actually. So, do you prefer to drink out of a Yeti, even when you're in your office or at home, or do you prefer a mug? I love mugs. I love the feel of the ceramic on your lips. I like Yetis. And I like drinking out why, of Yetis. Why do you like drinking out of a Yeti? Uh, because there's less of a chance for me to spill it, mm-hmm. and I can take it with me anywhere. It keeps it hot. Yes. But yeah. not so hot. Like, I used to have a thermos that was very sealed. Yeah, those are... And it was insane how long it would stay hot. Mm-hmm. It was almost annoying because mm-hmm. really? I couldn't drink out of it. For like I have a thermos time. that I use to go to work sometimes, and it literally, it seems like it gets hotter the more you drink it. Like, when it gets down to the bottom, yeah. there's more heat trapped in there, and it just gets hotter. Oh, it's like got a miniature microwave in there. Yeah. Uh, I, I also like drinking out of a, a Yeti or a, a tumbler because it keeps it hot. I don't drink my coffee fast, and if I have a mug, it just gets cold yeah. before I'm, before I've even drank a quarter of it, it is already the only te- times when I actually drink out of a cup is when I'm actually when I'm sitting down mm-hmm. and and maybe reading something. Then I'll be like sipping it intermittently. I have a little tip for those of you who have office jobs. Uh, and 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 you is sit at a, a life, desk, like a work tip. It's like a it's a life hack. It's a tip for life. <laughs> uh. I was speaking with my uh, Lord willing future brother-in-law Tim, uh, and who who has an office job. <clears throat> he works in IT, and he does a lot of remoting in. Uh, he gave a fantastic tip of how to eat snacks. At your desk. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm all ears. In a clean way. And even if mm. you don't have an office job, imagine that you're just on your computer. Yeah, browsing, at home. Browsing Pinterest. Yeah. Um, and or whatever say, it is you do. Say you have some uh, mix of some sort. Like like uh, that Aldi has that fantastic uh, Cajun spice. Yeah, yeah. Um, trail mix that I love. Okay. But it leaves... Um, a schmutz. Ri- a schmutz. It's not smeary, dust. but dust. Exactly. Yeah, on your hands, you have to like yeah, seasonings. Wipe it off. Yep, yeah. and you got to wipe that off. He told me his method of snacking at his desk. Hold on. We let's let's try to guess what this is, or yeah. what, what method do you use, Jeff? Do you eat that kind of a snack? Um, I actually don't that much, but when I do, to avoid having a handful, I lay it on my desk and then. Pick it piece by piece, but you're still getting the. You're sh- still getting it on your hands, but it's not like a caked right. amount. That's like, like you eat yeah. half the handful, and then you have still have a handful left. Which like, technically, it's almost not good for you to be touching things with your hands and eating them right from your hand right now. Mm-hmm. There's a good chance of giving yourself some sort of disease. I'm not going to say which. Could be leprosy, could be cancer, could be... The flu. The flu. It could be... Hepatitis. Could be B.O. Tinnitus. 
VO is a disease. It's yeah. like I was. Some people can't <laughs> seem to get get over it. I got tini- I got tinnitus from <laughs> eating trail mix with my hands. Even I don't drink. I avoid eating foods that have a lot of dust. I know you particles. Do. Yeah. But I do like eating salted uh, like nuts or cashews. And, and even even that, even that yeah, it yeah, still it leaves a little bit of, a bit of like salt. Yeah, salt dust. Yeah. So I'm very curious because yes, this is a problem. I'm about to blow your mind. I am. Can't wait. What he does is whatever he wants to eat, he has a little plastic cup. And he pours the trail mix or nuts or whatever you have, Mm M&Ms, into the cup. And then he just lifts the cup and pours it into his mouth. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. Thus, there is no contact with the hands. Mm -hmm. And you just lift, uh, pour it into your mouth. And and proceed from there. That's a good idea. You know, with how much different things, uh, Tupperware and Pampered Chef, they make a whole bunch of like nifty little things in the kitchen. Yeah. You would think they even make cereal boxes, and they have for years. You would think they make cereal boxes. They make boxes for you to put your cereal into. Oh yeah, like with the p- pouring. Yeah. 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 So you would think they would have. They they'd be the ones that would could make this, where it would be a container for your snack, and then at the bottom. There's either a button you push or a slider that automatically uh, drops out the correct amount for the cup. Mm-hmm. Then you don't even have to pour it in. It just is always... It's like, shh. Yeah. Like one of those coffee dispenser things. Yes. With, yeah. the, two, with the two doors and it just like pumps out a pre-measured amount. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So I, I was thought like, oh, that's such a fantastic idea. You could even uh, just borrow the styrofoam cups that we have at work. And and pour your trail mix or whatever you That's want to eat true. in there, yeah. and yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah, ingest. You don't have to get a special cup, cup amount. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you, uh, future Lord willing brother-in-law of to Leighton Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we going to talk about this coffee? <clears throat> Let's do it. Yep. So um, here's finally the chance. This is the final review where we can actually give a realistic. Um, valuation of this coffee. What do you we've mean? had it three times before, but never in whole bean, and so we've never been able to give it a good rating wow. because we've always had ground. Dude, we don't know what this is. Though. Yeah, I don't know what this is. What to, have we had me, before? That's it's good. Ground? It's very solid. It's a very, it's a classic cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel very very classic. It's good. It's really good. <clears throat> I think it's Costa Rican, but it's almost, um, yeah, I think it's something like Costa Rican. A little bit stronger than most Costa mm-hmm. Rican, mm-hmm. but. Sure. Are Costa Ricans strong for the most part? Yeah. Okay. The people or the coffee? The... <sighs> um, hold on. I'm, I'm opening up the air table. But, yes, it's a very medium to strong roast or bean. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna give it. I'm not gonna give it five. I, I don't. I don't like it that much. Well, you'll give it a. But it's more definitely better than a three. So it's a four. So I guess I'm gonna give it a four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was thinking four. <clears throat> I'm. I'll. I'll stick with my five. Did, did you already make? We've a... reviewed this before, so it's already in our thing, and it's in the. Well, where's it uh, at? Under favorite coffee brews, it's under. Is it, it is Costa Rican Tarasu? No, it's under Recent Brews, and it's the top on the list. Oh. Recent Brew. Original Blend. <gasps> Whoa. What I, I gave it a rating already. Yep. Yeah, now I remember. Jeff actually did tell us this. I, just, I gave I it forgot. five. I gave it, this is I gave it four. Hortons. I did. Well. So I'm, oh, st- I'm staying with my review. I, I bumped my review down a little bit. <clears throat> this I don't is, uh, feel like it's fresher it is. light medium roast. I feel like it's really good for a light roast. <clears throat> like, I thought it was... I did not expect it to be a light roast. You thought it would be a medium? Medium dark. Yeah, What about right. medium, medium rare? Excuse me, sir. How do you like your beans? I'll take a medium rare. I like my beans well done. But it is very good. This is definitely better than most, than probably all light medium roasts I've tried. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. I, it's, it's up there. Was that, that was, this is a um, <clears throat> listener-submitted coffee, This is a right? listener-submitted coffee from back... In December. Ooh, wow. wow. It's been a while. Is it still uh, fresh? Yes. I, I hope so. I vacuum sealed it so it stayed fresh. Good job, Jeff. Uh, this is from Amy and Dennis Stephen Baker, who are my aunt and uncle. 
and my cousins also Thank along you. with them. Layton, well, did anything else stand out to you about Jeff's birthday party the other week? Uh, he had a weird sign on the back of his door. No. Now, Jeff is a a coffee snob. Oh, a yeah. Proud, a proud yeah. one. A proud coffee uh-huh. snob. Uh-huh. He's definitely not ashamed of it. <laughs> That's for sure. And we're very technical at the French press, and when we try to do things like rate coffees, we try to do it correctly and accurately and consistently. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that here Jeff weighs out his coffee beans to make sure that you know we're doing it the same every time for all the different coffees. But I was surprised that at home you also weigh them out. Yeah. It's it's basically as easy. We have the scale right there. It takes very little more time than than scooping it out by the cup. Yeah. And so why not do it right? Do you and uh, there's another coffee snob at work called Jack, coworker Jack. Yeah. And he has a special coffee maker that is more particular with the water that gets used. Like right. I, I think it. Some, something to, with the water pump that it does. Ma- he have to has to, he has to use some kind of like special like it has to be the exact pH level in it. No, I don't no, think that. But no, his, his but, brews the coffee and, and it blooms it first before it brews. Yeah, so it's the speed of how fast the water comes through. Yeah, is what, yeah. yeah. And there's a, a special water pump to make sure that it's always the same. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, it sounds fun, and I was tempted to buy one. What's it called? I forget. His is a lot easier to manage. Can you get it, it on actually, Amazon? It'll grind out the correct amount of coffee and then brew it. But can you trust that? I don't know. Th- those are timed, and you know, sometimes the beans are a little uh, stubborn and they don't want to get ground. I I have this theory that that it's more consistent than you would think if your hopper is most of the way full. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this special uh, coffee maker, is it available on Amazon? Yes. Yes. Do you know what it's called? No. No. But he sent me a link about a year about two years ago, he sent me a link. It would just be great to give the listeners that information. Just because I want them to be able to know what it is. Cost also, of it, I'm thinking it was around $120, $200. Yeah, that no, seems... kind of a big range. That is kind of a large range. Like, we spent, I think, 180 bucks on ours. And it was the top-rated coffee maker of last year. The top-rated coffee of 2019. Of, as far as, wow. like, consistency and Value water temperature and, and all that kind of stuff. The best all around. Mm-hmm. I see, <laughs> and it has a it has a um, uh, vacuum lined carafe, which is actually a lot more useful than you'd think it is. Yeah, so yeah, I would think that it's not useful longer. at all. Yeah, we we have one of those too. I love it because then the coffee it doesn't get burned from being right. on a uh, from being on a burner on a burner. Yep, hmm, that was mm. easy. For some yeah. reason I expected that word to be different, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's I I really like it. What coffee maker do you have, Jeff? It's the um, Bonavita 8-cup something. Right. Uh, we have a Mr. Coffee something, but you, you can buy it at Walmart. If you don't care, buy something that grinds your coffee, but check reviews for your coffee maker before you buy it because there are often a lot of coffee makers that have all these cool features but don't actually make that great of coffee. Yeah. And you don't have to spend a lot to get a good coffee maker. No. Mm. All right. Next yeah. up. <laughs> so, we didn't really have anything planned today, did we? No. We didn't. You know. But I would like to offer a tip for anyone who's not at work. Yeah. Mm. I, I think it's a prime opportunity to improve and increase your value to potential hires, whether it's your current employer or future and employers, you can really take these next few days or weeks, however long it might be, to increase your value. How do you do that, Ruben? There's so many ways. Begin with what you're think, whatever pops into your head. Begin with that, and then if you if you need some ideas, continue what if, listening. What if their idea like is to like, okay, I think I can increase my value by. Going to a restaurant and sitting in their dining area and eating a meal and trying to figure out if I want to be a chef or not. Hmm. What if that's their idea? Then you'll have to wait until after. Okay. Your your time to to do that will 
it'll be passed. Like, okay. You won't have that opportunity <clears throat> to, to learn or grow your value. But what you could do, what could you do as an alternative, uh-huh. is watch some YouTube videos of actual chefs working and see if that's something that you think you would like. You're absolutely right. Gordon Ramsay is a great example. No. <laughs> and if, if maybe you think you might want to get into CAD drawing mm-hmm. or website development or marketing, like writing emails or, or designing graphics, LinkedIn Learning has a 30-day trial. Oh, you, you mean yeah. like for free? Yes. Like they can just go on. You can go on and watch courses. And just sign up. Very, very good courses. We use well, it. Uh, how many courses can they watch? As many as you can. What? As many as are possible, yeah. I you know. can just watch unlimited courses for 30 days for what free. What if I wanted to watch a course on uh, being an astronaut? Probably not the place for you. But uh. I'll tell you what you can watch on LinkedIn Learning. They don't just give, like, skill videos of how to use certain softwares and stuff like that. They also give just, like, leadership training. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. speech training. Writing. Writing. Like... Those kinds they of... Are, they're good quality courses. There's probably... Layton, how many courses have you taken on LinkedIn Learning in the past year? Uh, probably three or four. Yeah. And you, and what, do you remember what the different ones were? Uh, copywriting, which is writing... Uh, writing... Writing copy. <sighs> it's, that, it's hard to are explain. Are you writing what, it if you're just copying well, What is else? the definition of copy, Ruben? Copy is basically the words that go on a page. Well... But isn't it also specifically for marketing? For marketing or for selling something or not necessarily? Not always. I think it could also just be for a, like a blog copy. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's words that go on a page. And in this case here, it was for, for product descriptions. Yeah. And uh, how to write copy that sells. Yeah. Um, that course, everyone in the marketing department at PWI took it and it was excellent. It was great. And it wasn't even like story brand. No. But it's still like it wasn't story ran, it, but it, it was almost it, as good. It didn't reference anything from story brand, but I feel like the principles were kind of there. Mm-hmm. And and it just even the way he explained how to set up an envi- an environment that allows you to write well, and mm-hmm. that is to yeah. And he gave you, know, me, you just have to take the course. You have to take the course. He gave an example of writing product copy for a fake company for his son it was for like helmets and they were yeah, making the best bike helmet they could make um I'll, I'll get you the name of that course because it really it really is excellent if you have if you work for or have a website this is great stuff for product descriptions for your website um but there's also tons of high quality courses about hey 3d cad um yeah like we mentioned linkedin learning excellent excellent free resource mm-hmm Free for thirty days. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think. What, was, what are some of the other courses I took? A CAD course, copywriting. There was actually two different copywriting ones that you took. Oh yeah. And then also, I think there was <clears throat> one about uh, email, mass email marketing. Yeah. Using I think Mailchimp. I had you do some on WordPress. How to use how to use WordPress, or maybe that was some, someone else. It might have been someone else. I don't. I don't remember that one. But I. Okay. The the course is called uh, Learning to Write Marketing Copy. And it was from back in 2014, but excellent, excellent. Ian Lurie is the guy who, uh, the instructor on the course. Um, one other great resource, this one isn't free, but a fun, at least for me it was a lot of fun, is learning uh, how to write a mission statement yeah. for either for yourself, for your family, for your business, for your church whatever or, or organization like the French press and you can learn how to do that at businessmadesimple.com writing a mission statement course is one of those things as well mm-hmm. as a few other excellent excellent courses mm-hmm. so those are two two resources to use that you can add value <clears throat> to yourself so Ruben and, I feel like one thing that would be good to do I know that we're all going to keep on working mm-hmm. but hypothetically Say PWI shut down, like completely, uh, and Touchdown Tech would too. Okay, and people like, might not know who that is, but Touchdown Tech is, is that you, Ruben? Is my business? Oh, and uh, I do that one day a week, mm-hmm. and that uh, is basically website setup for businesses, Web- S- website creation. Say you weren't able to do that, okay. like you weren't able to work 
<clears throat> for touchdown tech business is done mm-hmm. all right it's totally cut off for the next two weeks what would you guys do right now i have a book called marketing made simple okay <laughs> and i would i would read that book okay i would uh go, go ahead jeff answer this question i'm, I'm gonna keep on thinking mm, sure uh i think what i would do is like i could do some learning and maybe i would but what I would probably focus on is just doing things around home mm-hmm. and maybe some outdoorsy stuff just to, I don't know, what, 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 stay fresh. What, like, what, like, what what kind of outdoorsy things are like you Like landscaping, okay. garden prep. Sweet. Um, are you guys going to have a garden? A small one, I think, this year, yeah. Oh, dude, have I told you about square foot gardening? I've Yeah, my mom actually does it. We don't have time to go into it, but... Boy, that's one that I could really that's yeah. that's a topic that I could go on for a long time. And I haven't even done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I am pumped. We're doing it for the first time this year. Yeah. No, I've I've seen really good results from it. It's yeah, I mean it's nice to work with. The other thing I would definitely do yeah. is write a mission statement for our family and for me personally. Yeah. Cuz I haven't done that yet. And there, there would be some things outside that I would that I would end up that I would need to do as well. But it wouldn't, <laughs> love, it wouldn't be, my, it wouldn't be like, my passion. I would end up outside at some point having to work on something yeah. around the house. Ugh. So what would you do to add add value to? I would do a mixture of things. I would probably work on I started a project this last this past weekend of tearing down my shop that's out uh, on the south side of my house. No, it'd be on the north side of my house. Uh, it's like it's really old. The steel it's 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 got sheet metal on the outside, and it's really old sheet metal, and it's all crinkled and nasty looking and the thing is just an eyesore you don't think you can salvage it i mean i would bring it back to life i would no 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 and it's exactly where i want our square foot garden to be huh so a square mm. foot garden sounds pretty small like do you really need all that space for a square foot it's actually like a four by four Technically, yeah. you could make it a four by eight or a four by anything. Yeah, I, I think the that... reason it needs to be four foot is so that it's easy to to reach in from either one side or the other. Yeah, I think the squares are a little bit more accessible because you can walk all the way around, True. and then you can have multiple squares. Correct. Everywhere we're gonna have, if if I build as many square foot gardens as what my wife wants. It's going to take up quite a bit of room. Can't you also build them off the ground? Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm planning on doing that. Um, have Using uh, four by fours for legs. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, have them about three feet up or so. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they'll be kind of semi-portable, actually. Yeah, and we're not planning on really moving them around. Right, but, but, if, you, but if you wanted to, you could haul them somewhere else. Correct. Do, do you... Um, do they have a screen on the bottom to let water through, or is it a piece of no, wood? Or no, that's the interesting thing. Uh, the recipe to make the the you, you make your own soil. Yeah, and you actually, I mean, you do need to put something on the bottom, but you're only putting whatever it is on the bottom of it to hold plastic. Okay, so yep. like a piece of plywood. Yes, you can use a piece of plywood and then line it with plastic mm-hmm. on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And the recipe is made up. I think it's one third peat moss, one third. Uh, it's a it's a V word, the vermidite. Oh or, yeah, or, or, yeah, that or, stuff. I forget what it's called. <clears throat> Vermilite or yeah, something. Uh, and then the other, th- the last third is a mixture of different composts. Okay. Like a wood compost. What is that stuff? Vermicu- vermiculite. Ver- vermiculite. Yeah. I think yes. I think you're right. And supposedly. This mixture is does so well. The the bo- well, both the peat moss and the vermiculite are for holding moisture. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And supposedly, if you use this ratio, one third of each, the soil is supposed to be able to be sort of self-regulating. 
with the moisture. With the moisture, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, So even though, yeah, water can't get out of Mm -hmm. the bottom of it, it's Mm -hmm. still, apparently, it just kind of acclimates with the air, and it lets whatever moisture the soil doesn't need, it lets evaporate. Right. That's cool. uh, That's the story I heard. Peat moss and vermiculite is actually what you use to plant carnivorous plants in. Oh. So I have a little Venus flytrap that has that's growing in that. And then do you have any compost? No, you just use the peat moss and vermiculite. Oh, okay. It's like a it's supposed to be like a bog <clears throat> like similar soil to what a bog is. I so see. it's a lot more wet. Mm. And it doesn't really need many nutrients because it eats flies. Gotcha. Or like yeah. How many flies has to, it actually caught? It hasn't caught any. Because do, we don't have do any know? we don't have any flies in our house. You should go get some. Well, you're starving yeah. your Venus flytrap. You're not even giving it's, it it's what it eats. dormant right now, kind of. I mean, it is growing, but it's like... You must have a cold slowly. house. I must think it's like winter in there. Well, it's. I think it's the amount of sunlight that he gets, actually. Oh. Well played. Get a heat lamp. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's probably what I, I... Anyways, I'm planning on tearing down the shop and then using the lumber from the shop to build... The uh, square foot gardens. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, cool. That's good. Good reuse of lumber. I thought you were going to blow up the shed, though. I mean, that sounds nice, but I want to use that lumber. Oh. So. Yeah. It'd be a pain to pick up if you end up just blowing it up. Yeah, then it'd be splinters everywhere, and I know that you wouldn't help. <laughs> uh, so. That sheet metal, you could use the sheet metal and some of the scrap lumber to make yourself a doghouse so that your dog doesn't get called in uh, don't even get me started on that yeah we did get called in once for what for having our dog outside too much on on an inhumane chain inhumane chain an inhumane chain what makes a chain inhumane uh it's the fact that it's a chain oh and thus it just makes you an absolute evil person did you see the uh, i'm being sarcastic by the way for those of you who don't know uh, there's a billboard on the north side of Napanee that says, like, unchain our friends. Yeah. It's actually gone now. Huh. They just swapped it over. To what? It's like, if you chain your dog up, it's okay. We get it. We live here, too. <laughs> <laughs> In Terra Credit Union has those. Oh, we, my word. We get it. We live here, too. Uh, it's And it's stuff that's, like, not even that... The only thing that I actually identified with, or that I saw people identifying with, mm. was the uh, ranch. No, if you if you have if your donut has a nickname, mm-hmm. if your favorite donut has a nickname, hmm. we get it. We live here too. But it's because of the nickname Amish Crack. Is it? I'm pretty sure because it was it was Rise and Roll Donuts. <laughs> yeah, I I'm trying. It's fun to think of things that you can relate to. Like inserting your own, we get it. We live here twos. <clears throat> like, um, do you have some? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, uh, if whenever it rains, you almost have an accident because of the horse trough that's in the middle of the road. <laughs> we get it. We live here too. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, <clears throat> things like anything that. else. Um, if you drive through road apples on the way to work. We get it. We live here too. Yeah. Um, what else is a exclusive kind of to Northern Indiana? Uh, if the weather is not predictable, we get it. We live here too. Mm. That's true. <clears throat> All right. Well, what other edibles do we have, Jeff? Yeah, oh, these are good. So this edible is a yeah. You guys can man put us some up. I have more at home. <laughs> these are. Uh, come from the same manufacturer as a lot of the coffees we tried recently in January and February. Mm. Uh, and it was the... Mm. So the it's the same guy that roasts the Strong Tower coffee mm-hmm. and also the Coffee Barn. I think that's what it's called. Coffee Barn Coffee. Um, and this is one of his treats. And this is Mr. Ben's Espresso Chocolate. It's good. And it's, yeah, it's really good. It's chocolate with some espresso grinds in it. Sometimes uh, desserts or sweets that have coffee in it, the coffee is a little too powerful, mm-hmm. but this isn't. This is very This pleasant. is like a very pleasant. It, 
decently bold coffee flavor, but not weight, not overpowering. Mm-hmm. And the chocolate and it's also isn't sad too sweet. When, when the coffee is too weak and mm-hmm. it's just kind of like yeah. barely there, and the chocolate just overpowers it. Mm-hmm. This is like a perfect blend, mm-hmm. and it's it's just slightly crunchy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like eating uh, chocolate candy or coffee with chocolate when it's a whole bean. Yeah, because it's just like it can get too strong and too I don't know kind if I've of had that. Too kind of grindy. You ever had chocolate covered coffee beans? Hmm. I'm sure I have. Imagine this exact flavor. No, not this exact flavor. Stronger coffee than this, and then a mouthful of little coffee grinds. Yeah, it's just it's not pleasant to have all those grinds just in your mouth. But this is like the perfect amount. It's like yeah, this is a great snack. Really good. Yeah. Yeah, I could just put this in a cup, take it to work, and just pour it in my mouth without having any schmutz on my on my fingers. Mm Mm-hmm. Again, this is from Ben Stoltzfus and family. Um, his wife actually makes these, and they sell them at their store. Not sure how far-reaching their sales go, um, but they do sell them. They are publicly available mm. to some degree. <clears throat> All right, what else do we have on our list of topics? Our docket. Our, our, our docket? Um, how have see. you guys been handling uh, church restrictions these past this past week. Hmm. Our church has been, <clears throat> did split in half. Well. You had a church split. It wasn't even half because <laughs> there was not enough people to make it half to make 10 people. But basically splitting into groups of 10 to comply with the directive from the president. However, uh, this just this week, we've decided to just have services from home um, as families. Even though... Uh, there are some exemptions, some religious exemptions to the stay-at-home claw or stay-at-home rule, but we decided that would be better just to let it go and you know be a good witness and mm. and uh, yeah, show respect to the government. I don't even know. Do people know that Jeff and I go to the same <clears throat> church? Do we? Surprise! I, I never see either. I didn't see you last <laughs> Sunday. Jeff was sick last Sunday. This past Sunday, a few days ago, two days was ago. my birthday. Did you have a fever, a cough, <laughs> and it, it was the most pain-filled day I've ever had in my life. You had your most. Oh yeah, we need to talk about this. <laughs> oh yeah, Jeff. Because I have had, um, I've had painful days, but not with so much pain all day long. You had constant pain all day long. No. Oh. There was a lull in the evening when I went to my birthday party at my parents' place. That was fun. But I was still, I was kind of worn out. So I woke up at like, I don't know, 7 o'clock in the morning, 6.30 in the morning with a splitting headache. Oh. Like like migraine level headache. I couldn't sleep. I was taking Tylenols. It, and then I took, I made a mistake and took ibuprofen oh. on an empty stomach. Oh! Wait, why? <laughs> well, because I took ibuprofen and I was going to eat, I was going to eat a piece of toast with it, okay? Because we didn't have Tylenol in the house. And so I took ibuprofen, and then I was just kind of like, I, I, was, I, was, I had a bad enough headache to the point where I was feeling nauseous. Like, and I was just kind of mm, like. I've never had that. <clears throat> I was just kind of Such like, a bad headache. Yeah. You feel, like, you feel like throwing up. Yeah. It was like, it was pretty bad. And then I, I like was going to eat some <clears throat> toast, but I didn't, I felt too lazy to toast it. And so there was, it was just bread. So I was like eating this bread and I was just kind of like. Bleh. And then, um, and then in my days, I, I forgot to finish eating the bread. So I you was literally ate like a bite. I was literally, yeah. I was literally so groggy when I woke up. And I don't know for sure why, but I was so groggy I could not type on my phone. I was like I was like that out of it. And I think Holy it's because I woke up when I was in the middle of my deep sleep and I just couldn't get myself to focus. Anyways. So then Maybe you got to bed a little too late, Jeff. We went to bed at like ten o'clock. Okay. It was yeah. Wait, which evening was this? Saturday evening. And then Sunday morning. All right. And then, anyways, and then I woke up again, and or actually I didn't, I barely slept anymore. And then I went down and I was like, okay, this ibuprofen didn't do anything, so I'll take some NyQuil because we don't have Tylenol. But NyQuil is basically the same thing. So that was the second mistake that I made. Because when you're feeling nauseous. So you're just filling yourself full of drugs. Don't drink NyQuil when you're feeling nauseous. 
it's a bad idea, especially off-brand NyQuil, which tastes worse. <laughs> oh, my. And is it strawberry flavored? No, it was Walgreens. Or, no, it wasn't Walgreens. <laughs> Walgreens is a flavor. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, Wal- no, it, it was, um, it mean? tasted like the blue or green stuff. Yeah, it, it was, well, it was worse than the NyQuil. NyQuil, I can, I can handle it. This doesn't taste that bad, but the off-brands are just awful. Oh. Anyways, then I started throwing up, and I threw up four times before all the NyQuil came out. Oh, wow. And it where'd, was just Where'd like, you throw up? Did you get, get it all on the toilet, or did you have some? I, I missed the toilet the last time. It just oh, like it took glanced, me by surprise. It gl- I yeah, it took me by surprise. I hauled in the bathroom and was lifting the lid, and glanced off the back of the lid and then finished in the toilet. Thankfully, wow. it so wasn't just... like nasty throw up. It was just water and Nyquil. Mm. So, so it, the last one was the Nyquil then. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I, I imagine <sighs> that's like really burny in the throat. It it wasn't that bad because I had been drinking some water and it was right, it was pretty mild. It is so by important. the fourth time. It is so important if you think you're going to throw up to drink lots of water because it, it helps dilute the stomach yes, acids for sure, and then it doesn't burn your throat as much. Right. No, and then that was working. Sounds in like my a favor. pro tip. Oh yeah, man. But then but then That's I resorted to hack. sipping water and I was able to keep that down. And then um, about well, we were going to leave at about five o'clock. And I slept some in the afternoon then, and then, like, I was feeling better. I still had a slight headache, but it wasn't bad. So we went, had my birthday party, and then I kind of, like, my back kind of hurt a little bit. But that was, like, whatever. I thought it was just something that I ate or something. I don't know. But then about 10 o'clock, when we got home, I was like, my back hurts. Something is up. But I'll just take some Tylenol. Then I had Tylenol More pills. More drugs. I had Tylenol pills. Did and you so eat I took some those. bread? No, you don't have to with Tylenol. Oh, yeah, of course not. And... That that seemed to help a little bit, but the pain just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And finally, about midnight, I was like, I have to go into the ER. There's something wrong. And so I went in, and sure enough, I had a kidney stone. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know you went to the ER. I did, yeah. <laughs> oh, my word. I was pretty positive that it was a kidney stone because I have had one before. And you knew the feeling? I knew the feeling, and I was like, I have a kidney stone. The problem is with kidney stones is it's just a constant pain that is almost unbearable. Yeah, if if you remember, we talked about Jeff's kidney stone yeah. past times. Times this past. one was not as painful as my last one. Mm. Really? Yeah. But look up. I encourage you look up the picture of a kidney stone. Yeah. Well, it will. Just. I mean, they're small. Like like they they pass through then and then and then they're actually pretty small. They're about half the size of a grain of rice, maybe. Can you but, feel them <clears throat> traveling through? I mean, that is the pain, right? Uh, to some extent. Yeah. No, the pain is when it's coming from your kidney into your bladder because the tubes from your kidney to your bladder are really small. And, and these things are sharp. I mean, yeah, it's like sandpaper. Oh, it looks like they have shards of glass spiking yeah, it, out. it's what it looks like, yeah. In every direction. And did you? And that did goes you all the way through. Did you pee blood? No. Okay. Did you? There get, was blood in my urine, but I didn't actually see blood. It was diluted enough that I didn't actually see oh, it. Oh, good. Did you, uh, either one of your kidney stones, do you have them? I do. You um, should take a picture and post it on the French press. No, I think I posted, well, I have a picture of my last one, which is actually better. A the better picture. One. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a high resolution. Yeah, I took it with a macro see? lens. You Just can see the individual shards. Put it beside a quarter so we can see. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I, like, the first one that I had was so painful that my entire body went numb. Like, I... Yeah, it, it was it was ridiculous. I, I, I remember, I remember we were playing Xbox together, and then all of a sudden you were like, "Guys, I have to go," and we couldn't get hold. of I you. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. Your dad yeah. took you, and we could not get hold of you. We thought yeah. something bad had happened. I forgot I about Ruben that. Ruben was really concerned, and I was so zoned out of like what Jeff was saying <laughs> that like all of a sudden Ruben was like, "What? What? What happened to Jeff? Where'd, where'd Jeff go?" And I was like. Jeff's gone. <laughs> uh. Oh yeah. It, and anyways, so this one was a little better, but I basically went in. I knew what it was. I knew it would pass, but I went in the ER for pain management because it was just. It was. What did they? Give, what kind of drugs did they give you? They just gave me morphine, which was enough. Pretty intense. <clears throat> yeah, so just morphine. Well, it's just morphine. The first time I went in, they How gave me. How many times have you been in the ER? They gave me. It's just morphine. The first time for kidney stones, they gave me two doses of morphine, and it wasn't enough, and they gave me something else. Wow. You didn't so, even know what the third thing was. I don't remember. It was a piece of bread. Wow. <laughs> it was something that you could safely give with morphine in your system. But wow. Yeah. 
but this time it was yeah it was fine and then by the time like i was in there for i don't know hour and a half two hours no it, it was closer to two and a half hours Whoa, so at 3 and o'clock, then, so you got back to... Yeah, I was. I fell into bed at 3 o'clock. <clears throat> and so by the time that I had gotten home, it, the kidney stone had passed and the pain was gone. So, Wow. But, yeah, that was... Um, So, like, can you actually feel, like, kind of like the location of... Or it's just no. kind of like a sharp pain all around? It's just a sharp pain, and it kind of radiates to the front of your stomach too and just like uh, yeah it's just like a big thing is stabbing you right there how do you do you, with you going having passed two kidney stones now do you know of any tips any life hacks for how to prevent kidney stones from forming uh yeah or how to ease the passing so well we already know it's ibuprofen and bread <laughs> <laughs> so uh Kidney stones are formed by something. Um, you either have like too much calcium in your diet or something else. I forget what the other thing is. Um, but the main, the main two types of kidney stones are from calcium and I forget what the so other if you thing is. Drink too much the other milk? thing comes from, from pop and coffee and like dark liquids and certain kinds of foods. Okay. Like um, red beets or, yeah. So what do yours come from? I don't know. See, the first, t- first kidney stone I had... I went in and got it analyzed, and they said it comes from a some form of bacterial infection, which I didn't have. So that was really helpful. Interesting. And hmm. so I I don't know what caused it, and I thought, well, that's probably the last of it then, and then I got it again. So, oh, so I'm going to take this one. These, you're going to get yeah, this analyzed. I'm going to take these oh, analyze, get these analyzed, and sweet. find out. Hopefully, find out what I am eating too much of. Or not enough of to that that causes these. Gotcha. The biggest thing is drink a lot of water, which I actually do really badly at. I mean, it's very easy for oh, me yeah, at work. Oh yeah, because water to... like travels through the uh, what whatever. Yeah, those tubes kidneys. are the urethra. So most most of the time, kidney stones are kidney stones are formed because you would always get them, but if you drink enough water, then the solution or the the solids that create the kidney stones get washed away all the time. Jeff, oh. let me give you a, a pro tip. Oh, a someone, life hack. Someone who's never had a kidney stone. But since I started working at PWI, I, in the morning, I grab three bottles of water mm-hmm. and I make sure they're all, I drink them all before noon. Yeah. And you haven't had any kidney stones yet, right? No. I have no. A, I have a water bottle at work that I use and I, I often use it regularly, but not all of the time. Just because I can get so distracted by something that I'm doing that I forget to drink water. I don't drink that's, near it. That, that's why I have three there. And I, take them, I, I see them. I see them mm-hmm. right there. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's almost noon until I, ooh, I only drank half a bottle. Right. And I don't do it every day. And then you but chug the, the last yeah. two. Yeah. Well done. I mean, at least you're getting your water. No, I, I try to drink at least two water bottles before lunch, if not three, if I can. It's just, yeah. But I'm saying if you actually grab them and have them on your desk, mm-hmm. you will see them. Mm-hmm. Jeff, I want to see uh, three water bottles on your desk at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. Okay? That's your assignment. Put it on the Kanban. Put it on the Kanban. Can you make an item on air table for that? <laughs> I'm not sure what job number this is. Well, Jeff, it's a good thing we ask questions because I didn't know this is where the story was going. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just throwing up. I didn't know – or. I guess I did find out to, just today, today at work that you did have a kidney stone. <clears throat> yeah. But even then, I didn't know that you went to the ER. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I, I honestly wouldn't have except for it just was like I couldn't sleep. I knew I needed to sleep so I could get to work, and I ended up not going to work until after lunch just because I – I mean, I didn't get to Very sleep until 3.30, and yeah, I had to call the doctor. Calling a doctor and scheduling an appointment right now is the most difficult thing in the world because no doctors are taking new patients. And so, and then... You mean uh, like a family doctor? Yeah. There's no doc, virtually no doctors taking new patients except for in emergency situations. And like one of the easiest ways to get into the doctor is to go to the emergency room. But uh, there was a really interesting mix-up for me because... I went in there, and then so with a kidney stone, you have to have a follow-up visit to, to get your 
you get your stones analyzed. And so I was given the name of a doctor to call in a number. And it was Dr. something Shelley. And so I called the number and they were like, well, we're not taking new patients. Um, why don't you call this place and this place? And so I called those two places. The first place, no, nope, we're not taking new patients. So hung up. Second place was like, yeah, we can take you, but you really need to see a urologist and there's not one here. Uh, who are you referred to? And then they went through this whole rigmarole, found out. Then I called the original place in Guinness and said, hey, I was referred to you guys by the emergency room. And they were like, no, there's not, it's not possible. And then they like looked up and the doctor that was actually there was Shelly something mm. instead of Dr. whatever face, <clears throat> Shelly. So it was the wrong doctor that I was referred to. And so then I finally, but it took me about an hour and a half to figure that all out. Oh, wow. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jeff, we want a full update then. Like what, what's wrong with your diet or what do you, we want to know. Because I'm just I looked at a list here of foods that can cause problems, and it is it's Bread. things things that I eat a lot of, uh, beets, chocolate, spinach, rhubarb, tea, and most nuts. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, I eat I don't eat a lot of rhubarb, but spinach and I don't eat a lot of chocolate either. But nuts. But definitely, oh yeah, a variety like mixed cashews, nuts, cashews, mm-hmm. almonds, cashews. Like, can we just all agree that cashews are the best nuts? Yep, they are. But I do love pistachios too. No, I mean it's kind of like pistachios are great, but I hate shelling them. It's just too you can it's get them too much work. Yes, but they're no, more expensive. Then they're good. Well, they are, but so are cashews. I mean, you can get those unshelled as well. Well, I what I love. What? No, no, no. no <laughs> I'm no. sure you can. No, no but, I'm sure you can. No, 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 no. Wait, like. Pretty much all cashews that you buy from the store are shelled. I know. Yeah. Do they have shells? Oh yeah. Every nut has a shell. But it. But a cashew isn't. Actually, I don't know. But I'm. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure. That's a broad statement. A walnut. Does a walnut? Yeah. Um. A pecan. But I. I think don't cashews nut? grow? Yeah. Oh yeah. They grow on the end of. Um, you have a picture. Yeah. If it loads here. This internet. <laughs> <laughs> the great thing about this podcast is that we get to learn right along with the listeners. Yeah, it does have when a shell, the internet works, but it's a very interesting shell. Oh wow, it looks like a pepper. Yeah, the that's plant a, is poisonous. That's a cashew. Yeah, the plant is poisonous. Mm-hmm. That is so interesting. The plant is poisonous, but somebody was brave enough. To pluck th- off off of that. That's one poisonous reason plant. you can't buy cashews with not, with the shells. Yeah, yeah, you can't actually. That is really interesting. Which is also why they are one of the more expensive nuts. Mm-hmm. I just like how soft they are. Do you know what's it's really a nut, good? but it's still like very chewable. I like actually it's... like these on par with cashews. Not above, but on par is macadamia nuts. Mm-hmm. Those are very good. Yeah, I mean cashews are just like just plain good but macadamia nuts have a a unique enough quality for a nut but they're still they're not actually super flavorful no but the texture is amazing it's almost like crunchy butter yeah yeah is the way i would put it what maybe we should do a french press review of different kinds of nuts and you know what's interesting have them all be the same brand what what is your least favorite nut Mm, oh almonds the Oh really? I would I would have said peanuts, yeah. and they have nut in their name. That's right. But and actually, I don't even think they are nuts. I think they're actually legumes. Yeah. Wow. A lagoon? Mm-hmm. I'll back. No, but peanut butter can't be beat, <laughs> except by true Nutella. True. N- Nutella no, trumps peanut butter. What about Amish peanut? Not butter? always. Um, uh, <clears throat> still Nutella. Dude, my wow. sister Mindy made some Amish peanut butter, that was perfect. It was perfect in that. There have been times, I'm sure, where you guys took a dip, a big old dollop <coughs> of Amish peanut butter, and it was so thick that it was like very stringy yeah, and yeah. like it was messy and almost near like unspreadable. Right. Like it was just it was mm-hmm. kind of clumpy. Mm-hmm. There's that, but then I'm sure that you've also had Amish peanut butter that was runny, mm-hmm. you yep. know, and then it just. Yep. Just slides all over the bread and all starts pouring off, and it's a mm-hmm. mess. 
this Amish peanut butter was perfect. She it was it was the perfect consistency of spreadable but not runny. It was awesome. And get this. She did not use I think like I don't know what Amish peanut butter recipes your your families have used, but I think at least some of them use caro, which is like yeah. corn syrup. She instead of using caro, she substituted with maple syrup. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That it does sound really good. It was good. It was really good. That sounds really good, yeah. That'd be a good edible. Actually, I think we have some here. Mm. Oh, but we can't. We don't have time. No. We don't have time to. It's, it's towards now. the end of our, our time together, <sighs> unfortunately. So unfortunate. Are there any closing comments? I <sighs> <Aye>, Corona. Leighton, <laughs> <laughs> what's the point? The point is, Reuben, that Jeff turned 38. <laughs> <laughs> point number two. Use this time to improve yourself. Point number three, if you take pain meds, don't forget to eat all the bread. Point number four, in the morning, put three water bottles on your desk that have water in them. Point number five, get your stones analyzed. (laughs) And what's our word of the week? Word of the week is stones. Stones.